0: Welcome, everybody, to the Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. Today, we're going to be reading from Matthew. We're going to be in Chapter 10, verses 37 through 39. Give you guys some time to look that up. Uh, I'm Aaron, and I'm here with my good friend, Kevin. Kevin always sounds so chipper and happy. Uh So, Kevin, how was your day?
1: Uh, man, my day was very good, very productive. I was able to get, you know, not all the driver's licensing uh, offices are open, and so I got up to Omaha today. Uh, I actually got to spend some time with somebody who uh is very important to me, so it was really good. Um, I got up to go up to Omaha. Um, they weren't doing driver's license testing, so I just got a state ID, but a state ID is better than nothing. and. I also found out what I have to get to get my driver's license. So I'm going to have to get an interlock device put in for six months because uh, Kansas will not allow me to get a driver's license until that happens. But that's not a big deal. I can do that. And uh, now I know. So I can start working on that. So it was really good and productive. I went to the gym, did leg day. It was awesome. Had a good time.
0: Awesome, man. Sounds like a pretty good day then, man.
1: Yeah, it was It was good. I got to eat at a burger place. It was it was really good. What about you, Bud? How was your day?
0: My day was uh, real busy, man. We uh, did some new stuff at work today. Uh, I said my good friend works there, and uh, we like to make everything a competition. Uh, that involved then getting the the girls that work there in competition, and which eventually just involved our whole department in competition all day. So we all worked really hard, but we got done really early. Our, our bosses. Pleased with that, uh, but man, the the work week took a toll on me. I was real tired. Um, kind of fell asleep playing some video games. Almost lost my character. Got a little upset yeah. about that. So, <laughs> uh, not, <laughs> not, not your character. character. Yeah, I don't want to lose that. Man. I put a lot of work in. So, uh, <laughs> little nap, sit in my chair. Uh, I uh, made the decision to tell my girlfriend that I was really busy today. And uh, so I took her home, and then I regretted that because then I sat at home lonely and missed her. And
1: that's Aww, that, That's so cute. That's so cute. Did you let her know? You know it's important to let her know. Absolutely not. I'm not telling her mm. something like that. She'll think. Okay. Time. Right. Well, we'll see if she really listens to the podcast then. We'll see. We'll see. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Today we're going to read Matthew ten thirty seven through thirty nine. I think it's I like this verse because it's a self explanatory verse, but it is confusing for a lot of people who are not really in the Word a lot. So I think that it'll be a good chance for us to talk about something that's self explanatory, but also can use a little. I guess that's an oxymoron, but can use a little bit of description or uh, uh, explanation. All right, you want to pray us in, Aaron? Yeah, I'm I'm,
0: I'm ready. Heavenly Father, we uh, we thank you for another beautiful day. We thank you for just just being so amazing to us, as we've talked about, for giving us so many great things. I just thank you, Lord, for for my health. I thank you for my job. I thank you for my friends. Uh, I just lift my friends and family up to you, uh, to all of our friends and family. That you just bless them, that you'll touch them, as as all this stuff goes on in our world, and it, it seems at one point things are getting better, and then they seem to get worse. Uh, friends are still dealing with I Heard on the news last night, 900 cases in the prison that we just left. Um, two officers have died, and it's it's uh, it's a crazy time. I just 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 bless them, Lord, and touch them, keep them safe uh, as we go about this podcast. That you'll just use us, Lord, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. All right. So this is this is a favorite verse of mine because. Well, you'll see. You'll see. Let's let's go ahead and start reading. As Matthew ten thirty seven through 39 Anyone who lo- loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. So, This verse is super powerful to me because it's a reminder for me. I have so many blessings. I have a great family. I have amazing an amazing mother, amazing sisters. I have a great brother. I have nephews that love me and adore me. I have a girlfriend who I love to be around and spend time with and who is adding all this positivity and good energy in my life, right? And God's given me all those things. But this verse for me is a good reminder because it says I cannot love those things. The world will tell you, what does the world always say? Put your family first, right? That's what the world tells us to do. But that's not what God tells us to do. God tells us to put him before everything. And Jesus is just saying that. That's all he's saying is that I am God. You put everything before me. Do not love your mother. Do not love your father. Do not love your children. Do not love your job. Do not love money. Do not love video games. Do not love anything more than you love me. Um uh, and then in the second portion of verse, he talks about whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. God, we talk, guys, we talk about all the time how our lives are not our own, they're God's. We laid down our lives when we died with sin. We need to allow God to, to be our lives, right? So we've lost our lives, but we will find it in Christ. And so this verse is just really a powerful reminder of, for me of those things, that God comes first and that. I am not living, but God is living in me.
0: Amen. <clears throat> Man, I, too, love this verse. I uh, think some people take it as is maybe a little out of context, and they get all carried away about the way it's worded. But it's very important that we put God first. I know in, in my girlfriend and I's relationship, we've had that conversation about how God has to come first. And, and we love one another, and that's important. But God always has to be first, uh, and the, the blessings that come from that are amazing. Because by loving God, it makes love for others so much more, and nothing can come before that. Just like you said, it has to be God first in and, and all our decisions, and, and all of our conversations, and, and everything we do. Not not that that always happens because we mess up, but when we start. Mm-hmm. Thing that God-centered, focused life where he does become first, and we love him at all costs, the things that come from that are, are amazing. Uh, I had a conversation, uh, text messages today. A friend who's recently released uh, got turned down for a job, was feeling a little discouraged, and, and even had mentioned, hey, man, I'm having these thoughts of thinking maybe prison is better. And I was able to share with him about, you know, when we put God first, those things will come. And he, he kind of talked about that he had lost sight of that. Um, and this was earlier in the day. And I sent him a little prayer. Later on in, after work, he was like, hey, man, I just feel such a peace when I, when I got into the Word, when I spent some time focusing on God. It, it was amazing to, to see that transformation from super depressed to he was super happy, all because he decided to, to focus on God.
1: Yeah, I think that, uh, that's, that's so important to recognize, you know, and like, I think that Jesus right now in this verse, he's mentioning family, but it's not just a family verse, right? He's just mentioning family because that's the easiest way to uh, convey it, because that's normally what people latch onto, right? We latch onto our wives, we latch onto our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our brothers. So that's the, that's the thing that we put so much trust and faith into. But that's the key right there is those words that I chose to use. You don't put trust and faith into people, even if they're loved ones who help you and are there for you. You put your trust and faith into God. Um, Aaron, can I share a little bit about your story? I think that, um, I think that you have a very good, uh, poignant example of how you walked this out. So can I t- sure. share a little bit about your story? Okay. So, of course. Guys, Aaron. Aaron here spent ten years in uh, in prison, in a state prison. So when Aaron went to prison, your daughter was eight.
0: Yeah, she's eight years old. Uh,
1: all right. So these are details that have been conveyed to me through through Aaron, right? So Aaron, when he uh, when he was in prison, he he didn't get a chance to speak with his daughter for most of the time, and he was always worried about how she was going to turn out, and what was going on in her life, but Aaron throughout those ten years poured his life into God. I think that if you ever get a chance to meet Aaron in person, you'll see that he's somebody who believes in the Word, who studied the Word, who knows the Word, and he really poured himself into God and put and loved, loved Jesus more than he loved his daughter, which is really hard for a parent to do. When Aaron got out of prison, he then got to start spending time with his daughter. He got to start seeing that his daughter was a lot like him. There's a lot of mannerisms that had to be given to his daughter from God, not from him because he wasn't around to show his daughter those things. And so because Aaron trusted God with his daughter and loved God more than his daughter not to say he didn't love his daughter you could really see that come together when Aaron got out of prison. That's a perfect example of where. Nobody's saying neglect your family. We don't want you to neglect your family. You just have to know who gave you your family and who you need to put in your put your trust into. I think it's a beautiful example of walking it out. Aaron put his trust into God, and his daughter is this beautiful young woman who's starting college and has like a cheerleading scholarship and is doing amazing things. And Aaron, that in my mind, that's a blessing that came to Aaron because he put his trust into God and loved God more than his daughter uh oh, man definitely uh it's
0: it's really i mean like i've told you it's really weird how much we're alike and how much she acts just like me and you know what guys she has absolutely no reason to love me at all uh i have been gone she's uh, 18 i have been gone for probably about 14 years of that uh the, the there was maybe 2 years of that when she was first born until she was about 2 where I felt like I was a great dad, I was there and I started drinking and things went bad and, and like Kevin said, you know, it was it was about 8 years of that 10 years that I didn't talk to her and when she turned 18, she started to come visit me for my last like 3 months in prison. And man, not a day goes by that we don't talk now. I man, she called me crying the other day over some stuff. And by the end of the call, she was happy, and, and she was like, "Man, I really love you, Dad. It's, it's uh, uh, you know, it's always great to talk to you. You always." And it blew me away because, like, God, she has absolutely no reason to love me. It's definitely only from God and putting God first that He's brought my family back to me, that that He's put them in my life. Um, man, my my son is about to turn seventeen, and. You know the same thing. He he loves his dad. <laughs> no other reason than God. Because I can tell you guys that I've completely failed in that area. I do my best now, but it's definitely
1: probably one of the greatest miracles of God I've ever seen. And so I think that the important thing though is that we realize that what Aaron had to do for those things to come to fruition is Aaron had to put God first. So and that's hard to do. I, any of you who are out there who have kids. I'm sure you understand and you sympathize with Aaron having to put God first and not consistently try to get try to take control of the situation he could not take control of for for me um you know like i I put women on a pedestal for so long that I constantly put them in front of God. It was all about and it wasn't like um I always just thought that a woman could give me the love that I needed to fill the holes in my heart. But that's what Jesus is telling you. Is you're not going to find success putting anything before Him. Put everything behind Jesus. Amen. So, uh, and I think that we already talked about the practical way of that, uh, practi- the way to walk that out. The practicality of this verse, guys, is when you have a situation with your mother or your father, your son or your daughter, your wife, your loved one, your husband, right? Make sure that you, you are praying about it, that you're reading the word about it, and you're letting, you're letting God handle it. Guys, I, I think that Aaron could tell you, I'm like one of the biggest control freaks that I know, and that's the hardest lesson that I'm having to walk out. But Jesus tells you, love me. First love me. Put me first. Pick up your cross and carry it. He says, whoever uh, finds their life will lose it, whoever loses a life for my sake will find it. If you are walking it out with Jesus, And putting him first, if you're picking up your cross every morning, then your relationships will will prosper. Because everybody loves to be loved in a real way. And so this verse isn't about neglection. It's not about saying, uh, forget my family, I got Jesus. It's about walking out with Jesus every day, Jesus' is love.
0: Amen, man. that's, That's a practical way to do it. We just take it to God in prayer and 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 you know what guys I think it it takes a second to kind of tell you that prayer is not some magical thing where you have to sit down and close your eyes and kneel down and and do all this crazy man there's some times at work that i i just it's a constant state of prayer like hey god i just i, I need strength i need I, I need to overcome things. I just talk to God just like Kevin and I are talking right now. Just hey God, this is it. It's not some magical formula where you have to memorize something or you have to do a certain posture. Put God first, just by talking to Him, just like you would a good friend. Like, even if it's in your, if if it's in your room quietly to yourself, if it's in your car on your way to work, just that's the best practical way I can I,
1: I could put it is have a conversation with God. Hey, that's that's so that's so like that that warms my heart to hear you say because you're absolutely right. We need to let people know, guys. God knows you inside and out, so you don't have to polish things up for them every day. So I have this thing where I'm trying to get over judging people, but I still do it. But I have I ask God to to help me. So I'll see somebody, I'll think something that I shouldn't be thinking because it's not nice and it's not loving, and I'll immediately say, God help me with this crap. I can't like I need to stop this. But that's what a prayer is. Sometimes you you can sit down in prayer, dear God, please. But it's okay to be like, God, I need help with this crap, man. I can't do it. It's okay to to pray like that. Too. You're absolutely right. We don't need a polished person to be praying to God. We just need you to come to God as you are, and He'll help you with that walk, with that putting Jesus first and walking it out. I think that's well said. That's beautiful. All right, guys. Amen. So, uh, hey guys, this is Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. We have a Facebook page. We have Twitter. We'd like you guys to use it. Please get out there, listen to it. Share us with any of your friends who you think might be help, it might help them or they might enjoy it. We uh, we want you guys to get some enjoyment out of this. Please contact us. Let us know. We have yet to get a comment. We just want one comment on the pages. Let us know how we're doing. Tell us uh, what we should do next. Um, we're going to we're going to go ahead and get off. I'm going to pray us out, and then we'll be gone. Aaron, you got any last words? Not famous last words, just regular last words.
0: Man, that's I I, I mean, we've covered it, man. I, I just Again, like you said, you know, just, just hit us up. I mean, we love questions. We'll definitely find answers. It, it's probably a question we don't have an answer to, but I guarantee you we can find the answers.
1: Yes, sir.
0: We to it together. So just just hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear. Is there something you need some encouragement
1: with? All right, guys. We're going to get an attitude of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to come together and read a verse about you, God. We just ask that as we read that verse, as we hear that verse, that you allow it to stick on our hearts, God. We know that you come first. We know that we have to put you before everything else. God, help us with that. We are merely sinful humans, and we know that. So help us put you first, God. We ask that you help us pick up that heavy cross every day and that you let us die every day so that Jesus may live within us. We ask that you bless our families and our friends and you help them do the same, God. We just ask that you keep keep pushing us in this podcast allowing us to do your work. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.